You're listening to the New Utah Podcast with your hosts, Bree. People can say my name and I still don't pay attention. Chris. This is what happens when your number one health concern in the state is porn. Jeremy. Flicks it and then walks out and just kicks the living crap out of whoever. And Julia. This week on Julia does everything that's embarrassing. Uh, it's 286, 286 fucking episodes of the New Utah Podcast. And yes, we swear on this show. Oh, I got it. Uh-oh, you didn't turn Jeremy on. Is mine on? Oh, nah, okay. it is now. Okay, and we're back in the studio. Yeah, yep. we're back in studio. All the other mics were off because it was just Bree and I for so long. It's the last couple weeks. We're COVID-free. COVID-free. Officially. I was actually officially COVID-free the next morning last week. I uh, I had tested on Wednesday, and I was free of the COVIDs. You know, having COVID didn't stop me from going and watching the fights with other fellow COVID survivors. That currently <laughs> other people who previously. you guys actually don't know who gave who COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Our COVID group, man. It's our, uh, it, it's been our COVID bubble for the last two years, basically. And finally, towards the end, when we're all fully vaccinated, we all got COVID together. Like, I don't know. So weird. Still wonder where it came from. Well, um, someone. Somewhere, someone's mouth. You know, if not we, me, because I don't go anywhere. If we were on Kauai, we would probably be able to pinpoint it exactly. That's um, true, because they're pretty good at their contract tracing. But uh, you know, last weekend there were like five thousand cases <laughs> in the state. So I think there was like eleven thousand. So I don't get how that works five, now, five. because we took tests at home, and you took like five tests. So, that's, that's an exaggeration, but n- nobody, you didn't report those. Nobody knows you took those. Nobody knows I yeah, got COVID. But most people aren't taking home tests because it turns out, uh, as I've been talking to a bunch of people, they're hard to find. The home tests are not easy and to they're find. they're expensive. Yeah, but they're, there are still people that are taking them, which means the numbers are inaccurate. But they're as accurate as they can be from a public health standpoint, because we don't know how many people are testing at home and what the test rates are. But- um, they're about twenty bucks. Um, so that's th- it. That's it. They're I twenty they're bucks. Like one hundred fifty. Nope. If they if you pay one hundred and fifty for it, you are getting a PCR test that you are sending in a sample for. Oh. The antigen tests are like fifteen twenty bucks. They're twenty bucks pretty much everywhere. But if you go to Sam's, which is the only place I've been able to find them reliably, uh, they're fifteen dollars and they have a shit ton of them. So, uh, fifteen for two tests. So they're actually like seven fifty each. That's not bad. And it's just a spit one, right? No. No. It's a nasal no swab. No swab one. So it, it, the, the antigen tests, the way they work is there's a couple different ones. The, the, the first one we did, um, you take the swab, swab both nostrils five times, and then you shove the Q-tip into a solution that you shake around and then you squeeze the solution onto a test strip. That's um, the one that Chris took where he took that, took it twice because he was like, there's I think no I, way. Well, I no, am- I'm, I fucked up the first time. Like I moved the thing around and you're supposed to leave it flat. And then I was like, Oh, well, shit. I better do another one. But it was both positive. So, um, and then, uh, the, uh, the, the second type, the Bitax now one, which is the more common one, um, that one, uh, you swab and then you drop some solution onto the test strip, the, mm-hmm. the activating it's like agent. like a little card. And then you, with holes in you it. put the swab in there and rub the swab around so that the solution can mix. And then you put the thing down and it's just a test strip that it runs across. And as the liquid runs up the test strip, you have your COVID marker and then you have your control marker. Your control, yeah, your control marker is at the top. So it usually pops up first. But when I took my test, 
it, like the bottom line was already there. Like really fast. It was just a matter of waiting to make sure that the control line came up so that so we knew the was test, test was right. So it's, uh, anyway, they're really easy to administer at home. And the, the pricing on them is controlled because the government. So when Biden took office, one of the things that he did was say, we need to manufacture tests. They need to be. And so he actually used some of the powers of the government to force certain manufacturers to produce a ton of those tests, the antigen tests, uh, the rapid antigen tests, and to sell them at cost essentially to the, uh, to a bunch of big retailers. So like Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, you know, those retailers, uh, to sell them in bulk to those retailers at cost. And those retailers in turn are required to sell them at cost to consumers. So, it's probably not really 750 a test. It's probably a little bit less than that to right. manufacture, but it's pretty close. Also, this tells you how things like strep cultures, which are the same fucking idea, they swab your throat and put it on a fucking test strip, essentially. You have to go to the doctor's office, pay the doctor for the visit and the strep culture. Ends up costing a couple hundred dollars between you and your insurance. Why don't they just do that test at home? It's all money. It's man. all money. If you were able to take a strep test at home to confirm whether or not you have strep throat, and then if you have a, com- a confirmed case of strep throat, then able to call the doctor and say, hey, I have strep throat. Will you prescribe me antibiotics so I don't have to come in? And they charge you a nominal fee for the 10-minute conversation you have with them online. That would make a lot more sense. But people won't do that. And we don't have they home have to verify tests. it themselves to it's actually stupid. make it count. Yeah, but that's stupid. It's just like any woman who has ever had a UTI knows that they have a UTI, but you still can't just call the doctor and say, hey, I have a UTI. They may still make you go in, get the test before they'll give you the antibiotics. Even though you may have had 30 UTIs and you know exactly what the fuck they are. It's so stupid. That is one of the most broken parts of medicine. So I was like, Jonathan's sinus infection that we talked about a couple weeks ago. Heather calls and says he has a sinus infection. They go in, the doctor comes in fully like... Because of COVID, yeah. And they have to do a COVID test, and she's like, it's not COVID. It's sinus infection. I know it's a sinus infection. We just got back from Hawaii. He was COVID tested. He's had no symptoms. Anyway. But he was trying to quarantine properly. Yeah. So Yes. So he did have to quarantine. He couldn't go back to school. But yeah, they treated it. I mean, they COVID tested it. Well, and it's a pediatrician. He works with unvaccinated kids and stupid parents. And I I get that. Uh, But again, it's the same thing. Like, why does he have to go in? Like, yeah. He's had him before. We know exactly what it is. I mean, Heather, one look, it's like, yeah, science infection. I yep. mean, and all you're wanting is some antibiotics. And unless you know, like a PA or a nurse practitioner or a doctor personally, that will just write you the script, because why the fuck do we need a script for goddamn antibiotics anyway, other than the fact that they, if not used properly, create lots of mutated viruses and, uh, and That's stuff. That's exactly why. Well, but, and then, and then. The insurance paid it, but we got the invoice of $1,700 for his five-and-a-half-minute doctor visit. Yeah, that's the thing that's fucking stupid. What? <laughs> well, the insurance paid it, but you still oh. get the... Well, it's not. They, the don't, pay, they don't pay $1,700. No, but... But but basically, like, let's say the office visit. Most average office visit for a doctor is around $200, actually, is, is the office visit charge. Plus, whatever testing they do adds on to that. The reason they want to vaccinate you is those vaccines add on to that. Um, but your insurance has a contract with a doctor or may not even have a contract with a doctor and says, okay, you billed me 200, I'm paying you 80. Or I'm paying you 60 and the patient has to pay you 20. The other, you know, $120 out of that exam, you don't get. You have to write that but they, off. Yeah, but that's in their contract. Like, they know that. It's not like it's a shucker. Yeah, but here's the thing. 
They write that off because it becomes a tax write-off because they've had to write off a huge chunk. So they try to keep that around 50%, uh, and then they basically lower their tax liabilities as a, as a private practice. And they're just working within our tax system, not doing anything illegal or nefarious. Uh, it's what all medical professionals and hospitals do. And the second thing is, if you're a cash pay patient, you pay that whole fucking price. Now, some doctor's offices, you can carry a different cash pay fee schedule, but most doctor's offices just use the same one. So now, not only is the insured patient paying less overall because the insurance is paying less, but they're writing off half of it. So why don't we just charge what it's worth and call it good? We used to. Nope. We used to do that. <laughs> we used to do that. You know what? Stop that. Medicare. That was that was really the beginning of this crappy system that has Jacket way turned into garbage. It's like Kohl's. You walk into Kohl's and everything says ninety nine seventy five, and then you're like, "But on sale for thirty two. It's not really. Why don't you just say yeah. it's thirty? It's not ninety nine. I was Nobody watching a <laughs> watching a TikTok from a chick from I don't know New Zealand or or something, and she's like, she's like, uh, you know, one of the things that's really hard for me to grip and like grasp in America is when I go to the store and it says fourteen ninety nine on the tag, it's never that price when I get to the register. She's like. They want me to pay tax on top of that. And she's like, and at a restaurant, then I have to tip the server. She's like, that's so weird. She's like, that would never happen in New Zealand. The price is the price. You pay that. She, she goes, she goes, they're it's too making, much math. Yeah. She goes, they're making the consumer do all the math in New Zealand. The business pays all that and they, they do just the math put it into the, they just put it into the cost of the thing. If it's, if they have to pay the government a dollar fifty for this item, then you pay a dollar fifty more and the price you see on the shelf is, is what the it price costs. you pay. Yeah. It's, yeah. But it's interesting. It's just a weird, and that's the way it is in a lot of places. It's a weird cultural thing. Um, I'm in a ranty mood. Um, so I apologize to our listeners. I'm going to rant about something I didn't even put on the notes until we sat down, <laughs> which is our god dang fucking state legislature and the bullshit they just pulled with fucking gerrymandering. I was going to say. So if y'all remember back uh, the last election cycle, we had a number of ballot initiatives. We okayed medical marijuana. We okayed. Uh, I don't remember. There were four of them. The special group. The, that was the other one. That's the special group. To realign our boundaries because so, with the census. Prior to prior to this year, we all knew the census was coming. And so, yeah, one of the four things, the only one of the four things that didn't get fucked with in the next session by the legislature because they changed every other amendment that the people voted for. All four of them that got passed, they changed three of them. So then when, and I said back then, I said, you watch. They're just not touching the one for the redistricting because they've got time and they're going to fuck us over when it comes time to redistrict. And that's exactly what happened. So this last week, uh, a special session was called uh, by the governor to address a few things. Uh, one of them was Dixie State is now Utah Technical or Southern Utah Technical Utah University. Utah Polytech or some, something. No, it's not. Stop fucking. It's not Utah Polytech. There aren't Polynesians down there. It's just Polywags. Utah. It's just Utah Technical University, which I think is a good name, and it's better than the racist name. It's not a good name, but it's better than the racist name. Um, it's a it, very forgettable name. But it's uh, it, you're not wrong. It sounds very generic. It's just like the University of Utah, or yeah, but Utah that State. was like the the university when we like. It's like calling it the university school. Yeah, well, it's, it's just generic. Yeah, most most university names are. Um, but anyway, 
Uh, that was one of the things. There were like 10 things. And one of them was the redistricting because we had to do it. The census, uh, the election was coming up. Not, it's not good for this election. It's good for next election, I think. But because the census numbers are out, uh, and the way the constitutional amendment was written, the independent commission recommended maps to the legislature, and the legislature can still do whatever the fuck and they, they all want. went, nope, we're not taking any of this. So you had an independent commission come up with basically three sets of maps uh, after a, like more or less a year of reviewing uh, boundary lines, talking to communities, uh, having public feedback on these maps, uh, and made recommendations. And the state legislature, behind closed doors, had a Republican committee go, this is how we want to draw the boundaries. And their big thing was... We need to have, we need to have, no, it was, we need to have a mix of rural and urban voters because that's the best representation of Utah, which is just re gerrymander it. Fucking horseshit. They did it even worse. They split Salt Lake County into all four districts again and they fucking broke up neighborhoods. So like Mill Creek, yeah, it's like two or three districts now. What? Yeah. Doesn't make any fucking sense. It doesn't keep communities together. It makes total sense. To keep Republicans in power. And then the governor goes up to say, well, just vote them out next time. You can't. You can't because, because they gerrymandered the, bo- the they boundaries. They gerrymandered their, their, their legislative you districts. Get just everyone on board, which would never happen. Well, the thing is, is like, especially in a midterm, right? Like the incumbent legislative body doesn't really change a whole lot. If you have an R next to your name, you're going to win in 90% of the districts. We have a super majority of Republicans in our, in our Congress. Uh, and when you take a, a place like Salt Lake County that is incredibly liberal and you break it into four pieces, it becomes very difficult to win elections. And I still say there's no fucking reason someone who lives in Salt Lake City or Salt Lake County should ever have to be districted with someone that lives down in fucking Or Juab for that County. matter, Provo and or any other like our Ogden or any other city it's city-oriented And their their thing was, well, well, the, the reps have to be able to understand that there's a big part of Utah that's rural. You're right. There is. We could have fucking three legislatures, legislators nationally that are, yep, you know what? These, these three guys represent the three quarters of the state size-wise that are- Yeah, area. Yeah, area that are rural counties. I've got an idea. Let's just make the boundaries where the counties are. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you, I That's mean, too many. Part of it is part of the problem is you can't really do that with populations and stuff because you cannot district and say Salt Lake County is one district because that is a it's half too the many population. People. You in Salt have Lake to keep the the boundaries with people fairly. So, but, but realistically, yeah. you could say, look, you know. Part of Salt Lake County and and up into Summit County and stuff like there that. There are some rural parts can, of Salt Lake County. You know, northern northern part of of Wasatch Front. So basically, like Bountiful up through Logan, that's a district. Um, southern really, Utah, you get St. George with a big swath of Southern Utah, and then you can like split Salt Lake County in two and stick a bunch of it with Provo, essentially. Well, and everything south of Provo and north of St. George could really be one district. Yeah. But especially population wise, we were talking about TikTok earlier and it was something I was listening to and somebody gave their opinion of the United States and they said, it's just too broken. You've just, you've, you've gone so far in the directions you've gone that the other sides just can't see each other anymore. So, uh, in some sporting news, because I'm a giant RSL fan, but I'm not a good enough fan to want to watch that last game. <laughs> 
we just watched the 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 score. It was funny. So the the last the game, of the, the last regular season game, we were at Kansas, Sporting Kansas City, who was uh, basically playing to be the number one seed uh, going into the playoffs. So they had a lot to play for. We had to not only win, but have a couple other results go our way in order to uh, make it through to the playoffs. And so the likelihood was was pretty low. And uh, I was watching the score because we were doing something else at the time. And I uh, I really didn't want to watch the game because I didn't want to be super disappointed, you know, for an hour and a half watching a game and just not being. And I'm watching our score and I'm watching other scores. And I'm like, yeah, I'm really glad I made this decision. Yeah, and he didn't watch it. And then all of a sudden I was flipping and through social media. And at, 90, and at 90 minutes plus like three, the we score was we still were, scoreless. We still were below the playoff line. And I'm like, I'm glad I didn't watch it. And then I'm like, hey, did you know that RSL won that and like, game? What? And I go look and I'm like, holy shit, they scored so like the I last. I made him go and just fast forward through everything and watch the, the last... bicycle kick. Was it was it Demir that did the bicycle kick? No, no. Miriam did a bicycle Miriam. kick and Demir put it in the goal. That's right. Um, but anyway, so RSL made the playoffs. Um, and then promptly after that game, an international break happened. Actually, today as we record this, uh, well, no, it was a lot earlier. It was like at 3 o'clock. Um, the U.S. national team played. Oh, actually. Well, we beat Mexico this weekend. Yes, uh, in this a World last Cup weekend. qualifying game. And we played Jamaica today. And I was at work, so I don't know what the fucking happened. What happened? I don't know the score. Um, I haven't looked yet. Um, I forgot to record it, so I'm not going to get to watch it. But anyway, uh, RSL's in the playoffs. Uh, our first game is um, the next, 30th? next week. Uh, the 23rd. 23rd. Uh, so as we record, so next we're gonna re- we're gonna record early next week, so that we can, so, that I, <laughs> so that I can watch the playoff game. We're probably gonna lose. It's against Seattle in Seattle, but uh, it was kind of a big deal to make the playoffs with our lackluster season. Um, I feel like we always just squeak in. But worth mentioning, also worth mentioning that we're at the top of the table for uh, the CONCACAF region, which is basically North and Central America, to go to the World Cup. We beat Mexico. Uh, we've beaten them three times this year, which hasn't happened since, like, the 50s. Wow. That's a huge deal. We have a really good American team this year, like a, a, a team that I think can actually do a good job in the World Cup, which is in Qatar <laughs> and in the winter because – Qatar in the summer months is like a fucking death sentence. <laughs> um, equatorial deserts are not great for uh, soccer activities. 120 degrees is not really good soccer it's not good. temperatures. So Everybody's uh, like having strokes. And- yeah, so they moved the World Cup. I mean, they have some rules and stuff, but still. <laughs> Move the World Cup to uh, to the winter. So um, just a little bit of sports news I wanted to, to throw out there. Um, and you said there's a... A new bar in Riverton? There's going to be a new bar in Riverton. Big news, man. So it's actually somebody that I'm working with, and I'm trying to get him on the show as a side note. But uh, it's in the new, that new Riverton district. Yeah. Riverton P. We're we're like the new five below. And the Harmons. Oh, the Mountain View Village. Mountain View Village. So it's in that complex. Uh, Is it another bout time? (laughs) No, no, no. They're basically everywhere. No, it's its own. uh, He's independent. So I'm actually starting with him, and he's super excited. His The plan is, if all goes well, to have it open early spring. Oh, nice. Uh, so now you have a place to go on the weeks. Yeah. I, well, so it'll be nice. So uh, the, what is it? The Lazy Dog closed when they tore, they tore it down to widen Redwood, and there has not been a bar in Riverton since then that's not Chili's or... Well, it's not a bar. That's a restaurant. It says so on their license. Yeah, that's right. That's right. This is a restaurant, not a bar. So it'll be nice to have an actual bar back. 
Yeah, I guess. Hey, there are bar backs. I don't bar know. Backs. Yeah, that's a position. That's a in thing a in a bar. But I don't. It's a person in a bar. I should not call I mean, them it's, a thing. It's great, but I don't. I don't do bars. So for Riverton, it'll be the first bar that they've had back since the. Yeah, you know the old time I go to a bar. I day drink at bars with coworkers. That's about it. Sometimes and, I have to go pick him up. That was planned. <laughs> that was planned. It's usually planned. I don't like to leave my car places, so I typically don't drink that much. Um, but, you know, sometimes I plan to get, like, shit house drunk. Airports. Pass out. Yeah, airports, I always well, yeah, you're drunk. not driving in the airport. Especially, like, Minneapolis. See, I li- that's what you miss by not having a layover in Seattle. When Chris and I had our layover in Seattle, when you guys just walked off one plane and got on another, we got to stretch our legs, oh, have a good of, meal, and drink. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of airports, did you guys see that uh, Thurgood, the Provo rep, um, put forward a resolution in the House to, to rename to rename Salt Lake City International Airport? Yeah, the like the Pioneer Children's Airport or something. Because they had Pioneer. Yeah, Ch- that's because they sang specifically because of the song that they, the Pioneer Children sang, sang which is walked, we walked and walked and walked and walked. And walked. And walked. <laughs> It was a joke because the airport was so poorly fucking designed. And oh, because of, you can walk a mile and get nowhere. Right. Yeah, because it takes twenty five minutes to walk. I'm not even going to argue with you about this anymore. This is ridiculous. This is a ridiculous argument. And it's a ridiculous thing, and you just have to wait until it's done. <laughs> Pioneer. That's horrifying. It is very poor planning. It's no different than the shitty planning on Mountain View Quarter, where there's now more lights than Bangor has. It is. We- Julie and I comment on that, but especially coming tonight. Man, traffic was crappy. Plus, if you were going slow around 90th, you had to spell, smell the fucking yogurt factory, and that place smells like Wait, shit. Wait, this morning my commute sucked. I had to step over my dog to get out of the bedroom. <laughs> it was horrible. Okay, with us this week, we have uh, Emma Archuleta. Um, Emma, wait. You related to that David guy? <laughs> no, I love answering this question every single day. Every day, huh? Since uh, every year of school, are well, he's you from related the, to c- Bill Gates? Well, the thing is, David Archuleta is he from is from Utah. here. Yeah, like, that's the thing. But he's just the Sprite, the, the Dr Pepper guy now, not the Sprite guy. And he st- he sang at the stadium on fire. Did he sing any Dr Pepper jingles? Yeah, because he's a little sweet from the Dr Pepper he stuff. Just sang songs I didn't little know. Sweet. I don't think he's had a song since I've like been alive. Yeah, I don't think he's that good. <laughs> really not uh, he's just different from what everyone else does what how? why people like it what hold on he's a little sweet right i'm not wrong i don't know i if have no idea little from sweet. Uh, the i know he's not the actual actor at least i don't does think he, he sing is. the song for little sweet? i thought he was a little sweet i don't know I don't know. He, Chris is trying to busily Google. Yeah, no, I'm going to find it. out who it is because I thought it was David Archuleta. <laughs> oh, it's the other guy. It's the Justin Garani guy. The other guy. Another uh, one of the guys from the same season, the first season of American Idol. Wasn't it the first or he's like the second? Uh, he is. Because Justin Garani was the runner up in the first I know season. he wasn't the first season, but he was one of the first. Which gave us Kelly Clarkson, the only one that had a good contract. And was, <laughs> was Tay-Tay on it? No, no Tay Tay is not from America. She just did it herself. She didn't do America. Tay Tay. No, her dad better. just got her in. Tay Tay is awesome. Chris is a fan of Tay Tay. After selling all the Christmas trees, they made the money. She's my secret lover. Bree mm-hmm. doesn't know yet. <laughs> I feel like a fetus. I don't know any of these names. You don't know Tay Tay. It's Tay Tay. Oh, see, my we call her T Swizzle. That's another good name. That's what I knew. Tay Tay is what I call her in bed. <laughs> Me and Tay wow. just rocking it out. What? That's creepy. So She's too young for you. As long uh, as she, he doesn't start calling you that. We were talking off air about the genius <laughs> of her contract um, before you got here. Um, cause, uh, anyway. Screwed the point. What? 
through the, the point. <laughs> you just point it right Before at it. You got here. Uh, it's good, good thing it's a podcast. Well, it's, it's, it, it's important because her new album just came out, but it's an old album. It's the the Red album, which is one of her most popular albums. So when she first started her recording contracts. I was telling these guys, you know, most record labels are assholes. In fact, not most. All of them are fucking dickbags. They're so <laughs> predatory when it comes to artists. They make artists sign labels, uh, and they'll give them a bunch of money. Like, you know, I know people that have, have gotten record deals with, like, say, Warner Brothers. And they give them a bunch of money. They give them a band to go tour. Uh, and in exchange, they own the rights to their music. Uh, and so whatever they produce while on the label, and they usually have some contracted number of songs or albums they have to produce, the label then owns the rights to. Well, when Tay-Tay got into recording, she said, you can own the production. Like, you can own the rights to that production. But I keep the song rights. I keep the composition rights. And basically now, as her contract has expired, she doesn't get royalties on her music anymore. The music that she wrote and made and produced and blah, blah, blah. So she's re-recording all of her songs and all of her albums under her own label. Oh, that's what this is. So she gets her own money now. So, and they don't get oh, they don't okay. get the money from and, her and own the song, contract. And the song names are just all Taylor's version or Taylor Swift's version. <laughs> that's so sick. Good for her. She like re- she just, so the Red Album just came out because <laughs> she's re-recorded all of that. And so and and she has loyal, loyal fans. And so, so sure. they all look she for it. She puts it out on social media and she's like, hey, my new album's coming out and they all go buy it and they all put her songs on their playlist from the new album, get rid of the old ones because fuck the guy who owns that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to do that later. It's great, man. It's a great way to do it. See, you're a fan of T-Swizzle. I am. I just appreciate women like that. That's really badass. It's yeah, like Lady awesome. Gaga. Awesome. Oh, absolutely. And- uh, so so back to you, though, uh, Miss Not Related to David Archuleta. Um, <laughs> Unfortunately. Uh, you are uh, a glass blower, and I think... We, I don't think you should have gone into the month thing first because you were totally off topic. Well, I'm going to get there. Okay. I hate it when you start talking and then you do it in the middle. I still haven't properly introduced her. No one knows who the fuck she is other than not related to David Archuleta. Welcome to my weird friends. That's all that really matters. She's like, who the fuck is Emma? Like, what? Are, why the hell <laughs> not are they related talking to, David to this Archuleta. random person? It's not David's brother or sister or anything. Um, no, so, uh, Emma, you're a glassblower, mm-hmm. uh, which we're going to get into a lot of conversation about that. Um, and I don't think we've ever had a glassblower on the show. I think you nope. first. In five Sick. and a half Which I years. think is super cool, because we like to watch stuff like that on TV. I want to do glassblowing class so bad. I you, think yeah, it's so a small fun. trade, for sure. That What was the TV show on Netflix that was the glassblowing oh, competition? Oh, my God. We watched, we watched it during our breaks. That one's cool. <laughs> that one's fun to watch. Uh, yeah. It's like Forged in Fire or something. On no, Netflix. that's the that's sword, the steel sword one. one. But yeah. it's similar to that. That's the best fucking that's nerd right. show on TV. Blown with fire. I don't know. Something. Blown with fire? That ain't going to be the that ain't gonna be the first. They're not or going last to Jeremy time. for uh, Google that. its titles. <laughs> and it's a Netflix show. It's pretty good. It's um, really good. Wow, what an amazing title! Thanks, Dad. Yeah, I think, I think you nailed <laughs> That's that. Your one. episode title blown is "Blown with fire. fire." There it is. Uh, but yeah, like two five and a half years of the show. I think you're the first glass blower we've had, and that's that's fantastic. And we'll we'll get into that. Uh, but we're gonna start with what what month you were born in. Uh, I was born in November. My birthday's on Friday. Mine was just last Happy Thursday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Are you? Happy birthday. That's, a that's a Scorpio. Yeah. Scorpio. So. Jer's a Scorpio I, too, but he's an October baby. Her own so October Scorpio. February. Yeah. yeah. That's when you were conceived. That's when you were conceived. You're a Valentine's Probably baby. Valentine's. Yeah. Oh, Valentine's. Or my dad's birthday is the end of January. So that could have like barely made it. Yeah, I mean, it might have been like late so birthday. birthday the first of the month. Yeah. Or, so no, no, she middle. just said it's next it's, week. It's or Friday. Friday. It's in three days. 
Uh, I didn't hear that. Truth. Well, that's because you need to listen better, sir. <laughs> <laughs> three three days. Damn. From now. So yeah, I think Valentine's is it. Man. Valentine's because fourteen. Were you a were you a preemie? I was. I was supposed to be born in December, so my name was going to be Emma Noel. Thank fucking God that didn't happen. I would have gone by like Noah. So at least but, so, so it could have been. So you might have been the end of February, not the beginning. Yeah. So you just might be a. It's like a baby. theory that Valentine's Day was created by Scorpios to make more Scorpios. <laughs> That's a pretty good theory. We're pretty evil. I like that. That's a really good theory. For my favorite. I guess you could always ask your mom. Hey, mom. Just curious. <laughs> when was I conceived? Just want to say you're responsible for COVID because that came in Scorpio. <laughs> yep, time they did. Yeah, it did. We would. I, I'm, I would. I wouldn't doubt it. I could. I. They're chaotic. Yeah. Here's here's what I know about astrology. I'm a Cancer. My kids think I'm a Leo because they're stupid. It's he's like it's his moon rising. Is his rising a Leo? July nineteenth. So. so yeah, I'm at the very end of Cancer. And but honestly, if he you has a lot of Leo, I'm all about balance. I have and water. so much Scorpio. So, Me too. Balance and water. You dry fire signs. We're all Scorpio. You want to know how I'm a Libra? I'm indecisive as fuck. Oh my god, you're that a Libra. Surprise me. Do you want to know a fun thing? I attract Libras like the plague. <laughs> when I was in like high school, I had Are like Scorpios all the colored hair, Libras all the spikes, and everything. And literally, if my two best friends, only friends, my two best friends, my friend? partner, in high everybody, they all like me. What's funny is that I typically, I never used, no offense, I never used to like Libras, but then they're just, they like adopt me. I think it's funny because I think a lot of people like Scorpios and Scorpios are really prickly. Don't like other people. No. <laughs> yeah. We're but super prickly. Libra and Scorpio make a decent match. It says so on the internet. So it has to be true. It really is well, like evening each other internet. out. It, it says must be that, true. It says that we're a bad match. That's Scorpio true. and That's Cancer. because you're an aggressive psychopath. Two water signs is kind of rough. Yeah. And, and I'm a, the, the, the Cancer is like a really like even keel, like not excitable, super balanced water. I'm dating a Virgo, if that gives you any ideas to what I go through. I'm, I'm indecisive, and then my partner's just like, no, you need to just do it and have a schedule and just get this stuff done and That's don't me. be indecisive. Yep. Hey, you know, it goes along with When I, I know what I like, and I like what I know, and, and I don't yeah. know what I like. Very black and white. Uh, and everything's just a gray area for me. I'm like, I don't that know. That sounds horrifying. It sounds my hell. <laughs> You know, it goes right along with fairy tale astro- astrology bullshit. The card that you should draw. Oh, Fer- fairy, fairy, <laughs> tale, fairy tale tarot Segway. reading bullshit. That was awesome. You get a polar this is what I managed card. to. It have was so children. good, Julia didn't even know what was happening. That was smooth. Okay, so every week, well, most weeks we do a tarot card of sorts. This is the oracle with attitude. This oh, is, I get a pick. You yeah, get a you pick. get a pick. Yeah, this is the best tarot card. So you'll pack read. I've ever seen. So you'll read the circle side first, okay. and then you'll read the other side afterwards. And you have to read it in the mic so everyone can hear. Yeah. Well, I think she probably figured that out. I'm just making sure. Okay. Man. Get over yourself. Pull your shit together. <laughs> this is for Julia. <laughs> Shut up. No, this is really for me. I'd like meltdown every day this week. Help people. Give back. Do good shit for humanity. I was wondering if it was for you because you were just saying you there were all gray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get back to the interview. Where were you born? Where were you born? Uh, here, South Jordan. South, South Jordan. Jordan. So what did you go to high school? Julia's taking pictures Smiling and pausing the pictures. interview again. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, I went to, I just switch around a tad bit. I went to Providence Hall up in Harriman for middle, most of middle school. And then I had to not go to eighth grade for mental health reasons. I was in the hospital the whole time. 
And then for high school, I spent one year, my freshman year at this one school called AAI, American Academy of Innovation. Oh, yep. I was there. It's first year of opening. We didn't have desks for like months. There wasn't windows in one room. Gotta love new fucking charters. It was the same teacher for like every class. I saw the same 20 people all day and it was the best fucking year of my life. <laughs> I didn't do shit. The our kids went to our kids. So our kids went to parochial school, and so their classes were about twenty twenty five people, and they pretty much went to up until middle school. They just had the same grew up with the same kids. Well, no, so nice. That's what. Yeah, I wasn't gonna say that though. I was gonna say up until middle school, they didn't even like. There were no class changes. You just had that teacher and those students, and that's it. Mm -hmm. Then in middle school, there were three teachers. Does it? They had the music teacher that they'd always had, but then like their three main teachers. And but so it was the same would... 20 kids for yep. eight years. Yeah. So was it in the old Galleria, 49th Street Galleria, or was it in a different building? It's in a different building. Because it was. Is it the one was that's the off one of that Bingeter? The, the... the one that's off of Mountain View, the like big ugly oh, orange okay. building. There you go. Oh. Yeah. It was a joke, but I loved it. They based their like whole school system off of Finland school style because they have the highest test scores. So they like don't believe in homework. I started school at eight thirty or nine and on Fridays we got off at noon. I gotta be honest with you, I, I don't, don't fucking believe, believe in homework, in homework either. either. I think it's total bullshit. I think for like kids. absolutely I think like researching for papers and stuff like that, maybe but on like your own actual time. but like actual homework, you don't do that as a like we're getting as a person yeah. bullshit we're if setting I people do up it, if i couldn't do the homework before class was over i just wouldn't do we're the setting homework. people up to be middle management so they can fucking work 12 hour days and get yep. paid for eight and think yep. they're making good money yep that's exactly that's what happening. we're doing did you have the meatballs for lunch there like the ikea meatballs oh, no, my school didn't have a lunch Sweden. system the entire year yeah, it's a new new charter school. They didn't have she didn't fucking have a desk. You think they have a lunch system? <laughs> yeah, the chef was great, but having a chair would have been nice. Yeah, like, she's <laughs> like, we didn't have desks for half the year, and you're like, well, did you guys get to go to IKEA for lunch? No, no, just IKEA style. IKEA food. will DoorDash their meatballs. They to took you field now, trips. And I've done it. A None couple of us of could times. drive, and so we would sprint. We had like an hour and a half lunches, so we would sprint across the really sketchy field to the track station that's right there. Mm -hmm. And then we would take tracks to, what's it called? Soda Row. It's oh, that yeah, whole yeah. little area. Yeah. You go to like cup up and shit. Yeah. Or the hospital cafeteria. That shit's good. <laughs> so, soda Sopa. We had school lunch in a hospital. Oh my gosh. That's so sad. <laughs> it was so great. You know what though? Some hospitals do a really good job with their food. That you have really good. You have your clinic though. It, it it's a like nice a hospital. Like, it's practically a restaurant mm -hmm. in there. Cause that's where Josh was. And then my kids, their school was catered. They had Joey catered works. lunch. Yeah, it is. Worth okay, it. so then what? A year there, and then where did you finish out high school? And then I went back to Providence Hall oh. High School, which was so fun seeing those guys again. <laughs> they so, liked me. <laughs> <laughs> so you finished up high school, then what? Mm -hmm. uh, I was class of 2020, and so towards the end, things were pretty weird with graduating and stuff. I stopped going to school probably like just. February of, of 2019. Stuff. Yeah, when they announced that we weren't going back to school. And so I wasn't going. My senior year, I only had like three actual classes because I was caught up on credits and I wanted to work full time. And so I could do that. And then I worked at a restaurant for like three years since I was 16 trying to do that to make money. But that closed down because of COVID. Oh, yeah. Hence how I got into the job I'm in now. And so, so what restaurant were you working at? It was called Brick Oven Pizza in brick South oven. Jordan, if you ever made it around. We know Brick Oven. I know Brick Oven. Yeah, it was not good. <laughs> <laughs> the one in Provo is famous. Yeah, 
That's the one people always talked about. That was that was the main one. That's the one that survived. Yeah, there used to be like a late-in. It's not good. There's a reason. <laughs> it's their it's their answer to the pie. They're trying to compete They're, with the pie. You know what's you. better though? You know what's not good? The pie. Except the, for if you go down. Thank town. you. It's really gross. What's the you? Super, is good, though. No, it's no, not. it's not. It's that's when that's just the, an atmosphere thing. Jeremy, Jeremy, when was the last time you ate pizza at the pie by the you? And didn't feel like shit. Twenty years ago. <laughs> it's not good. And I bet you felt like shit. You just don't remember. Hold on. Hold on. And I bet it was how, more than twenty years ago because Julie is twenty-one. How many times? No. When you ate pizza at the pie I at had the U. Birthday the other day. Oh, that's right. I forgot. How many yeah, times 22. when you had pizza at the U were you drunk? Probably all of them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's the answer. It's not good. And and brick oven sucks too. And the really good pizza place actually BYU has an amazing one, just like a block off a of campus called the Slab, where you go in. They make these giant fucking square pizzas. You buy a quarter of the pizza. You put whatever you want on it, and it's amazing. It's really good. If you want good pizza at BYU, here's an unpopular opinion. I don't like pizza. I don't like BYU, so I guess that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you, you're doing restaurant stuff. How do you how do you get into glass blowing? So, my boss is actually my dad's lifelong best friend. I've known him my whole life too, and so it was pretty easy to get into. It's a very it's not a small business, not even close. But there's just it's small in like size. Like I work with the same eight eight people every single day. Are there two off? Are there two offices? Or are you just is there just, just the one just the one that's just the one shop. It's not really. You don't call mm-hmm. it an office when yeah, you're doing you call it a shit shop like, like she just glass. did. Well, they have a sales office. You don't could they? say or no, no, location. Really. No, it's just the, it's pretty much just online. They might have a sales dude or a dudette, <laughs> but I doubt they have like a fucking storefront. Do it in their like, living room. Yeah. No, I'd be doing that shit. Save from getting burned every day. Sales dude is Larry. <laughs> So, not so again, Larry. Your dad's friend owns a glass blowing business, and you're like, "Fuck restaurants," because they're not open anyway during COVID. This blows. I want to get mm-hmm. paid for it. And glass is cool. Yeah, and like my dad, <laughs> they were best friends because they went to like school and did everything together. So I grew up having an engineer as a dad, and so the whole environment wasn't like that new to me. I kind of understood it. I'm not smart, but <laughs> I was able to like figure shit out close enough. So close enough. So you learn the hard way. Like, how, like, did you start and you're like, I want to learn how to do this, or did you start and you're like, I'm gonna sweep up your shit for you and like clean up your messes? Oh no, and- they said here's a six hundred dollar part. Don't be done with it. <laughs> That's my boss's favorite thing to do is to tell you how expensive something is before you try to do something. <laughs> is with that it. the product you're making, or, the, or is that the machinery you're using? That's just what the glass is worth. One hundred percent fused quartz. Is yeah. really expensive, oh, wow. and that's see that's a in my opinion that's a good way to be a boss is like hey she wants you to know what you're fucking with is worth ten grand so uh, <laughs> I'll be know. walking some I'll see something new that I've never seen before that they're doing like custom order for somebody and I walk by it I'm looking at it, he's like don't touch that it's forty seven thousand dollars yeah. <laughs> okay and you you learn real and guess fast, what like, you were like yeah I'm not touching that I'm, 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 I'm not going 40, anywhere near it I don't have forty seven thousand dollars what sucks about quartz is you don't have to go near it it is so static to everything around it you can fart and it's gonna stick to that thing. <laughs> <laughs> what it kind of awful. color do you get out of farts? Usually, like oh, no, pink. <laughs> oh, pink. Yeah, it's see-through. When you're blowing glass, do you ever fart into the like blow tube <laughs> to see? It would explode, and that retraction would end your life. <laughs> Why are we talking about glass blowing with your butt? I just, I just asked about farting. <laughs> Not necessarily your butt, just your farts. It's well, how do you fart with your butt? <laughs> well, I it's mean, artistic. sometimes you can, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. So, 
so with with glass blowing, are you guys doing like the super traditional like here's a fucking giant furnace and I'm melting glass and then I'm into a long fucking Don't pipe. Don't like billows. Billows, thank you. So we work a little bit differently with it. Like what the machine you're talking about, where it actually put it, it's actually called a glory hole, which is beautiful. That's a great name. And we don't even have a glory hole. I love saying that. But so we kind of work the glass <laughs> and put your hot tube in and perfect it and polish it <laughs> and this is weld. Not an appropriate episode. <laughs> Julia's as red as her dress. That's totally funny. Okay, keep going. I'm not wearing makeup today. I think it's funny. But yeah, so like chamfering it cutting it welding it polish like my boss and like the two like bigger guys do like the big boy stuff it's called a lathe it's a big like tony stark looking machine that are made for tubes that are like bigger than i could fit inside mm-hmm. so they do stuff like that just because i physically so, can't lift it so the the lathe are they just like polishing the glass with it or are they actually you are you guys doing the heating and the yeah it's really important to relieve tension out of the glass and the lathe has ours is 13 torches that's going to go all the way around it and it blows it up all at once and it'll slowly send it through and then he can see imperfections along the way and have like a 27 torch to like manually perfect it with his hand oh so it's all automated like blowing whatever you're doing uh, Mm -hmm. as it goes that's cool so let me get this right so you have a tube and you blow it and you put it in a glory hole. <laughs> Lathe, they not don't, glory they hole. They don't have a glory, a glory hole. You don't put it, it in a glory hole. You, you want to get it nice and big <laughs> and long. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> wow. The innuendo's just growing. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, uh, so we'll do that. And for the smaller or whatever we can fit, we usually put in the kiln or the annealer. That'll also just heat up the glass completely evenly and relieve any stress from it. Because any stress, if there's any like t- sort of pressure or damage on it, that's where it's going to crack. Yeah. Well, then it's worthless. It's $40,000 of garbage. Yeah. And a lot of our stuff is for like pressurized chambers or semiconductors where there's a lot of stress on it. I have it. a question. Oh, wow. A real one this time. <laughs> okay. So say you break it. Are you able to melt it back down and start new with that glass? To a point, it's usually... One company makes something, they give it to us to make it into something for this other company. Oh, so And so we altering. would have to go back. We still have to pay for it because we bought it from them and we would have to get a new one. Gotcha. And that's gotcha. out of my paycheck. <laughs> so you're, you're basically a machinist for glass. Yeah. I work the machine shop a lot more of the time because the fire scares me. Yeah. I could but, see that. So you guys, you guys don't have like, because when I think of like um, glass blowers, you know, I think of like... When I was in Elmira, New York, it's like right next to Corning where Corning Glassware is. Mm-hmm. And there's like fucking a million shops in Corning where they're just, they're, it's their studios for artists where they're actually blowing, like literally with their mouth, blowing glass and creating like fucking dragons and stupid wind chimes and stuff. We might definitely mess around a little bit with like whatever spare glass we can find. Uh, I made a gummy bear once. My, <laughs> it was really cute. My fr- How big my- was it? Was it like a regular size gummy bear? Oh, yeah. It's it like was gummy a- bear sized. Oh, cute. My coworker, Sam, actually started her own small business out of our own little business called Quartz Jewelry. And so I was literally just using the glass to make pure quartz, like necklaces and rings that I use our CO2 laser to engrave. And she has a website and everything. Does your boss know or is that kind of hush? Oh, yeah. It's- oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> it's all about board. You don't I- use... How much is the CO2 laser? 
$75,000. Yeah, you don't use a $75,000 piece of equipment for fucking funsies without your boss. Not only that, (laughs) but if she's making parts for other people's equipment, my guess is his insurance is like super, super particular about what goes on in their shop because if they make a part and that part fails and then the machine fails she's not trying to engrave her farts with like, the CO2 laser <laughs> like there, way harder than there's you think. there's serious repercussions when stuff like that happens so anybody that machines anything whether it's metal glass whatever that company like the liability is that's fucking cool CO2 laser that is. oh it's my favorite yeah. fucking thing to and use and you're engraving all sorts of shit with it right and it, is it ha- is it hand done or is it all run by a computer it's all me telling the computer what to tell the laser to do so are you doing like like graphical design work or are you using like Microsoft Paint and then putting it in the <laughs> JPEG into the laser uh, I'm not good with computers surprisingly enough I just know we use this program called Corel to make oh, yeah. everything mm-hmm. and that'll connect <laughs> automatically to the Trotec laser you would uh Maybe you know this. Corel was invented in Utah. I did they not and, know that. They actually Corel, actually have a word processing program. Before you were born, probably. Yeah. It was actually, I love that word. Cor- Corel Word Perfect. Have yep. you ever heard of Word Perfect or Quattro Pro? Those are Corel programs. They were okay. Microsoft's biggest competitor for a long and time. And I loved those programs better than Microsoft. They're so almost is. MS Paint. <laughs> Utah Representative Burgess Owens was a longtime employee of Corel. That's what brought him to Utah originally. Yeah, Burgess Owens can go <laughs> stick it up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's uh, and all that's left of Corel is their their um, vector drawing stuff. I think now. I think so you're right. That's what we all use, though. And- I loved oh, yeah. WordPerfect. Well, I used to be able to expose the codes in it and do all of that kind of stuff. I think I find that harder to do in Word than I did in WordPerfect. I'm old. So there's a little history lesson for Jeremy's you. Jeremy's older, though. Corel is a <laughs> Corel is a Utah-based company, and uh, they were once much larger than they are now. <laughs> That's cool. Well, I use it every single day, and it's dummy-proof because I can use it. Yeah, it's their version of Paint, but it was better because they did vectors. Everything was better. Um, I liked WordPerfect better. I don't care. I liked it better. <laughs> yep. Yep. Shut up, you. Just Although saying. I think Excel's better than Quattro Pro was. That was hard. Dirty yeah. stuff Google Excel is hard. one of my biggest fears. I don't know how to use it. it Google it's Sheets. It's way smarter than me, and I don't like it. Google Sheets. Yeah, it's Google's version of Excel. Yeah, Google Sheets. The new competitor. To I prefer I prefer Excel to Google Sheets. Yeah, I but you like have to pay for Excel now. You have to pay for all the Microsoft stuff. So yeah, you have to pay for all the Microsoft stuff. You've always had to pay for all the Microsoft stuff. No, they used to all just always. come on your computer and you'd just use them. No. No, that wasn't, those were full those versions, were. though. Okay, but now you can't even do a trial version. Yeah, you can. You can have like a week trial. We'll talk after this. You can, you can <laughs> still, I don't need it. You can still use I it use Docs. <laughs> I start slick in the spring and they'll pay for your office. Yeah, so I don't have to pay $75 a year And anymore. it's worth it because... Yeah. I, I don't know what I would do without the whole suite. I use all of that stuff. Same. So yeah, it's a uh, yeah. It's just, it's nice for students. A lot of yeah. times they'll do, the schools do that. And I'll throw this out there like for that. you for students. Like if you're look if you're gonna fucking buy anything software wise, like any kind of design program or CAD program, Adobe. Uh, if you're a student. Take advantage of student pricing because you get Absolutely. huge discounts. If you want to buy a fucking laptop, get a student discount. When you go to Best Buy, say you're a student, they'll give you fucking huge discounts on shit just for being a student. So even if you're 40 years old and you're going to classes like you're taking two classes, you're technically a student. You have a valid student ID at some fucking place. Use All it. I have to say is student IDs don't expire. 
That is true. <laughs> that is true. And you can definitely use them to get students. I should discounts. pull mine out from the U. Yeah, because yeah. I'm sure that you would pass. <laughs> the, the number's still you valid. You might need to still look like the picture, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't at least have uh, bleach blonde hair anymore. <laughs> I mean... Eye. I mean, you might want to, yeah, not all, look like your son. All you got to do is sign up I'm for a sure class. I'm pretty sure Jonathan could probably get away probably. with it, but not you. S- sign up for a class, get your ID dropped class, Jeremy. <laughs> That's smart. Yeah, or sign up for a class. Look, or sign up for a class and take colleges it colleges for and a universities, week. Colleges and universities have great classes that you just take one class and pay a couple hundred bucks, and now you get student ID, and you took a fun class, or a shitty class if you're dumb. But. If you're dumb. <laughs> or if the professor sucks. <laughs> So, okay, so, so what are they, you got a cool CO2 laser that, that does computer generated shit. Uh, what other really cool stuff do you have there? Um, how, how much, how much is the lathe? I'm just going to get the pricing and all of his equipment. <laughs> oh, the lathe? You. I have no idea, but easily probably as much as the laser. I bet it's more. I bet it's a lot it's more. A lot more. Yeah. He's gonna, now he's going to look up how much glass. a glass <laughs> lathe is. Because I know what a lathe is, but I'd never heard of a glass blowing lathe, but it makes sense. So seam glass blowing lathes. Let's see how much they are. Now he's looking. <laughs> he's looking. Five dollars. Well, let me start by saying there's financing available. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's a lot then. Um, I don't just, know. You can get financing on things that are only $10,000. Is, is it a floor lathe or does it sit on top of a bench? It's a, We have both. Okay. So let's look at the floor model. <laughs> well, that's not bad. Ten grand? Oh, see, I said ten. So I thought it would be more than that. Maybe you this is an You should buy two one. at that price. That's true. You could replace your uh, plotter with a lathe, Jeremy. <laughs> I could. They cost about the same. <laughs> You're just gonna think... print out your blueprints on glass now? Yeah. <laughs> that, that would look so be fucking. Cool. Cool. That would really. I would one hundred percent do that. It would not transport well though. No, like, oh. it would be really. And it would have. To, it would have to be stuff like what you do, like with like. Spider-Man's house or But then you could just hold it up and make sure it matches up with... (laughs) I don't think that's how it works. I don't don't think that's how it works. High pricing would have to go way up just to... Accommodate. Well, if someone wants to be bougie. Let's see. I'm looking at plotter costs. (laughs) Oh, my hell. Now he wants to know Uh, all the cost of the equipment. So while he's looking... It's not bad. $2,600 for a current version design jet. And you can get wood on top. You can get wood on top. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you need wood on your printer? You don't. You don't. So what are some of the dangers? Danger, danger, danger. Oh, my favorite thing. So we <laughs> use a hydrogen and oxygen torch. It's a two-line torch because propane's for pussies. <laughs> <laughs> and so you have a line of hydrogen and a line of oxygen running from your torch, and they go and they connect to like this little line, and that goes back and connects to the whatever 20, 40 somewhat hydrogen tanks we have in the back next to a giant ass oxygen tank. And oxygen's explosive, hydrogen's flammable. So it's like pick your poison. <laughs> One leads to the other. If any sort of heat, any flame goes hits or goes through that line, you have about 10 seconds to get out your phone and just do what you got to do in your last <laughs> few seconds. Usually sometimes your browser history. (laughs) (laughs) So when you fuck up this, it's like, I call it like slurping because the flame like, like back into your torch, it disappears. And so, you know, the flame is inside the torch, which is a very bad thing. I've had it close enough to where I'm doing something and it's burning me through my glove that's holding my torch. And so it's getting hot right there. So at least it got stuck right there. Because you can never know like where it's going to go and how fast. And I've seen it where 
if your if your torch disappears, usually purge it with oxygen. So it's just pushing and and it'll like sputter back out. Uh You're trying to push that flame back out. But if that doesn't work, you have to trail. Everyone knows where the line connects from your desk. The trail of both hydrogen and oxygen goes back and you unplug it where it connects to like the little main line. And usually when you unplug it, it's going to fire out those ends. And if it's past there, (laughs) then you have to run and do some parkour shit over all these desks. (laughs) If I had to do it, we'd all be dead. (laughs) I cannot jump. I've been the same height my whole life. <laughs> you think you learn born. how to jump. <laughs> Being a certain height doesn't preclude jumping. No, but it's harder. It's w- the I think it's, it's like, harder to jump high. It's one of the kilns we don't use, like cornered by somebody. It's literally in the hardest corner. It's like it goes up to my chest. There's no way I can leap it. But there's little valves, like the rule of valves. It's open, they're like parallel with it, and so you have to like turn those off so it doesn't get to the tanks outside. Because if those blow up, so does two blocks. Yeah. <laughs> so. The reason, Fun. the re, do you know why you're not a pussy for using propane? Do you know the difference between them, between hydrogen, oxygen, and propane? One, of, the propane is too aggressive for us for what we're trying to do to the glass. It's about two thousand degrees, mm-hmm. temperature wise. Hydrogen, oxygen is two thousand degrees hotter than propane burns in a torch. Mm-hmm. It's fucking crazy. That is crazy. You can get up to 5,700 degrees, almost 5,800 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, and I'm just sticking with this shit every <laughs> single day. Fucking crazy. That is so hot. The low That's between end, you and just a little glove. The low end of the high <laughs> I don't end. even wear it. So the high oh end of propane, gosh. the high end of propane is at like 3,900 degrees Fahrenheit, and the low end of hydrogen oxygen is 3,200 degrees. Wow. It's fucking wild. That's crazy. And I say I don't wear it so my boss doesn't get mad at me. Because, like I said, if you can feel like that torch, because sometimes not all of it goes back. So if I can feel the torch heating up with my hand, I can save it a lot sooner. And I'd rather burn my hand than burn down the entire city of Midvale. Yeah. <laughs> or at least a couple blocks. Blow up two square blocks. Yeah. Or yourself. That too. Because you could just blow yourself up. Yeah. Did they thought about putting like trampolines in so you could jump over the thing? That is genius, and I'm bringing it up. Yeah, like just grease up the desk and then a trampoline. <laughs> so you, you need just a have sign. to get up on top of it, and you, you can need to get a across. sign. Any emergency parkour. <laughs> we only had to recently pull that main valve once. Was my coworker? It makes a really horrifying, like screechy well, noise. Of course it does. You have giant fucking tanks out back of <laughs> oxygen and hydrogen. The torch is like screaming for dear life, and that's how you know, like you, you're you you fucked up. So when the torch is screaming, oh, you fucked up. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm in the back. The machine shop is kind of like separated from fire, and I'm in the back, and I can hear it screaming. And there's just like the garage and the machine shop and then all the hydrogen tanks are right there. So I'm trying to figure out like if I go behind this wall, all the fire is going to come this way. <laughs> I could maybe yeah, make it. Yeah, just like try to I fucking like, start running outside. I feel like when you see somebody running, you all just kind of f- maybe freeze and just make sure you're not in that person's way so that they can go stop whatever they no, no, not in the way. No, no, you trip them. You fucking run the you other way. You get out. You run. I think I would just like direction. stop and be like, "Okay, I don't want you. To, I don't want to get in your way. Just get where you need to go." You got to have the lead-lined refrigerators like Indiana Jones. So you can all jump in those. <laughs> you can and then die in the fridge because it's not ventilated. Yeah, so, with, with all the biohazards and stuff, the fire marshal comes through like once a month, just to, like oh, check on everything, make sure we know our shit, and like it's the best thing. He'll ask us like what to do if this happens, and the answer half the time is like it's too late. You can't do anything. You're just gonna die. Yeah. 
Like, there's nothing you can do. Do you have a fire extinguisher nearby? You yeah. turn to him like, what are so you So as long as do? nobody dies, it's a good day at work. <laughs> yeah, you can I've had acid on me a few times. Jeez. It's a little bit of a scare. What kind of acids? Hydrofluoric. And like mm. what what kind of concentration? Do you know? Hydrofluoric. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there's different concentrations. No, yeah, just 100%. Like oh, Jesus. Sometimes, depending what it is, because it'll etch into the glass and make it super porous and it's going to wear it away. And that's when the contaminants are going to stick to it and try to get in there. So it's... Or your farts. Or your farts. <laughs> they get... They never go away. And so you have to be careful, especially if I had etched something or lasered it in. All those microscopic little things are going to wear away with the acid the longer you leave it in. So you're not going to be able to feel it. You're not going to be able to see it as well. So timing's really important. And <laughs> literally, the only thing is just these big black gloves... That like I'm a normal person, they'd probably go up to your elbow. They go up to my shoulder, <laughs> and then just like using, I have to go on my tiptoes, and I'm like leaning over the fans, trying to like reach it into the acid because everything's heavy as shit. So, so real talk here: Have you ever fucked around with a hydrofluoric acid? Like done cool shit with it besides work? She's thinking. <laughs> we don't have to let your boss hear this. Because <laughs> when I was at law, this is you know fucking before you were born. When I was in high school. um, you know, I, I took an AP chemistry class my senior year. That was one of two classes I went to before I went and got drunk the rest of the day. Um, but the reason we went to that class is because we got carte blanche in the fucking science lab. And like, so the science rooms when I was a kid in high school, when we went to our uh, new high school that they had built, um, they're like all the science rooms, the, the center of them. It's like a spoke. Yeah, so it was like there's a big center, and that's where the teachers' offices were, and then all the rooms were on the outside, and then in the center, in like around their offices, was all the fun shit, the shit that was not in the rooms because you know, like phosphorus is really fucking dangerous, but we had access and keys to all of the cages, and so we played with fucking acid a lot, like hydrofluoric acid a lot. We would dissolve, for instance, soda cans. Yeah, see, I would see what dissolves and what doesn't dissolve. And the reason you have those gloves on is because plastic is fine. In fact, in every soda can, there's a plastic liner. So you can dissolve the can the entire and the can drink goes will away. stay there's inside the liner. Just a liner mm-hmm. left. It's really fucking cool. No, 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 no. You empty those fucking cans because if that liner gets a hole in it, yeah, you can you, have an issue when that soda hits that acid, yeah, that even though bad. they're acidic. <laughs> so I was just curious, like, what kinds of cool shit have you done with the acid? I think I'm just kind of like dipped a hair in it. Just to see what would happen. <laughs> I've seen a fly just swimming. I don't know if it was swimming, but he regretted his decisions no, for sure. <laughs> the bubbles around it would indicate he was not swimming. <laughs> yeah, he made a bad choice. That's like a that's like a small experiment of the dipshits that go like swimming in the fucking hot pots in Yellowstone. Yellowstone, yeah. And they then only do that they once. figure it out for us. They, they only do it once, <laughs> and then they can't recover the body because there's nothing left. Sometimes Bones people will all. ask, you know, how is stuff discovered? No, the first person that did it died, and so we just didn't do <laughs> so that. So now we anymore. know. <laughs> we figured out that mushroom was poisonous because something. I was just gonna. To say that or someone figured out that mushroom is awesome yeah. <laughs> they threw up and then they hallucinated for two days so we eat them <laughs> we just cook them first <laughs> this one's fine this one will make you meet your god okay. <laughs> and this one will yeah, this actually gonna... make you meet your god <laughs> the guy lasted 10 minutes on this one another guy lasted an hour before he died on this one this guy this guy's still shaking this one tastes great and doesn't do anything to you, and it's, you Let's know, put it really on good I just really yeah. want to eat the mushrooms. You can cook this one up like a hamburger. Okay. <laughs> Humans are cute. <laughs> we do shit like this. 
Uh, what else? What other cool stuff do you guys have? Do you, so with the acids, are you mostly doing like color alterations and stuff? Or it's mostly for cleaning. Cleaning. Because that's sometimes just what people want us to do. They'll send us shit that's been used and it's dirty. And I've had to leave shit in there overnight Whoa. to get this shit off. Jeez. Yeah. And it's still... Of what course, are they putting in them? Industrial shit. I don't oh. know. It's just gross and they're it's just, so bad. They're not fucking cleaning them ever, probably. No. Yeah. Just years there of might, build up. Well, then there may not be ways, like depending on what they're using it for, there may not be... Yeah, you don't just fucking pour acid Yeah, there's very few like, places that has a big of a tub of hydrofluoric acid as we do. And so I'm sure it's kind of worth it to ship it in. Can you dissolve a body in it? She's going to try. <laughs> That's her next project. I'll get back to you. Yeah, if you'll let me know. I mean... <laughs> It's definitely big enough, Okay. the tub we have. Do, do you guys work on the weekends? No. <laughs> so, like, if I came by, like, Friday afternoon... Meet me around the corner of the garage. By, like, Monday morning when you guys came in, chances are there's no evidence. <laughs> I'm you just saying. Drain it and refill it. Draining, it's horrifying to, like, clean Where the tub itself. drain it to? A bigger tub elsewhere. So, if, if like... Someone else gets to deal with it now? Let's yeah. say a finger fell into it. Does <laughs> does it turn... Does it discolor into, like... Discoloration red? is one of the, like, biggest things, how you know you got it on you. That's what I don't like about hydrofluoric, because most of the time, you don't know. Yeah. Because it really... Because it just goes straight down. It will go straight down to your bone. That's what it wants. That's what... Uh, that's the way caustic is, it? too. It's really... It doesn't hurt. It's really itchy. Yep. If it does get on you really bad. Is that like that stuff that I'm we're in the mine? Getting tiny little splatters. Yeah, I would just get splashbacks and stuff. Yeah, so on the, on the opposite end of the spectrum, so she deals, she's dealing with hydrofluoric acid, which is super acidic. Yeah. Makes your skin tingly, fucking causes acid burns and burns your shit off. I dealt with years ago working in, uh, mine. Um, we had a caustic plant and caustic is the polar opposite. It's super basic stuff. Same thing. Little tiny piece of caustic in like your work boot and your fucking your ankle comes off. out with your work boot. Yeah. Same danger. It's different itches. spectrum. Yeah. And it, and same thing. It just kind of itches all day. And then when you take your boot off, there's no more ankle. Like it's inside <laughs> yeah. the boot. So. My boss had to have his blood transfused. Oh, oh shit. Got it on him bad enough. It so, got down to his veins. Oh, that's fucked up. That's bad. Chemical burns are the worst, too, because there's not a lot they can do Dang, for Dang, I thought it would hurt super bad, like you'd be super aware of it. No. But if you feel something hit you when you're working with it, I'm sure you run to a wash station. Yeah. You're like, oh, it's just water. Oh, well, no, I'm super clean. And you get, unfortunately, kind of cocky with it sometimes. That's like, I'm just doing this real fast. I don't need to. Like, my coworker would be, like, tipping a basket in, just trying to get something in. Sometimes we just have to dip it for a second, and it's spotless. And you're like, I don't want to put the glove on. Yeah, she'll just, like, dip it, and I just hear... It's on me. And so she'll run over it because it's the tank and then you turn directly around and it's like the, the, wash, the wash. So do you have, you have, I'm sure you have like a million eye wash stations around the place. Do you have like a shower too? <laughs> There's a shower. <laughs> There's like two bottles on the wall of, I'm sure, oh, expired wash. eye solution. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter. It's just fucking saline. And then anyway. there's just. I mean, one of our bathrooms has, a, there's so few of us and there's so many bathrooms. We each can like kind of have our own. One or two of us share. It's really great. It's like being at home. So you have like your own private shitter, huh? Yeah. It's really nice. <laughs> that's great. That's we kind of like cram all the boys into one. That's cause like it's just me and two other girls who work there. And so we clean all the bathrooms and we, but we don't touch theirs. It's a proper thing for ladies. Because how do you get shit on the side of the toilet? <laughs> it's the, the same way. They have a hose that can aim. How do they get pee down the front? I have pictures. I can aim, and I don't pee down the front of the toilet. What the hell? We put man? up sticky notes that say, "If you pee, clean it up," and they ignore it. 
<laughs> yeah, they do that. Look, I just let, don't know how to decorate it for Christmas. Dink, stink, okay, stunk. L- let me explain a couple things to you. First off, when you Morningwood. Oh in, no, wait, that's <laughs> not. If they're getting, he always hard tries at, to explain look, that. If they're getting me. hard at work, there's fucking whole different thing going on there, <laughs> especially in a glass blowing shop. Like I'm not. But when you okay, as a guy, when you pee, you guys get splashback when you're sitting on the pot and peeing. We're peeing. No, we don't. I've never peed on myself from splashback. You never had splashback from the toilet? No. <laughs> no. Okay. But raise that up like another foot and a half to two feet where our, our, our wieners are, like aiming down at the toilet. When it hits the water, it does splash. And it's you're called almost- Poseidon's kiss. Splashing is one <laughs> thing. Drips of <laughs> urine is something else entirely. So, so when we have like a urinal, it's even worse. Like, I don't know who fucking decided that was the design. Like, the troughs are way better, but the urinal design Troughed. is... Troughed. Oh uh, yeah, so like at the University of Utah, you just pee in a old big rice eckles. They're not there. Big. There was it's just think of like a giant bathtub or like a giant trough that like you know cows and horses drink water out of, and just twenty dudes standing next to each other peeing in the same hole. Basically, <laughs> that's that's a real thing. Okay, so that's back still to my, all splash. Okay, that's still to my, all splashing. Back to my description of the urinals. I don't know why. I don't know who designed them, but you can't pee anywhere in a urinal without a, a splashing. Don't wear flip-flops and pee in a urinal. Okay, again, we're still talking about splashing. I'm talking about actual (laughs) drips of urine down the basin of the bowl. How does that occur? For me, that's probably from taking a shit. (laughs) So when you're sitting there, we're going to... This is all going on the blog. Are you okay? No, no, no. Okay, so when, (laughs) when when you're taking a crap... Your your wiener is not like pointed directly down. Dicks don't just hang down. Well, clearly. They sit on top of these things called testicles. Okay, thank you. And so I'm doing this for the audience because they can't see the motions that I'm making. Okay, the audience yeah, know lucky. what balls and, so, and so, dicks so are. So as too. you're sitting on the toilet, your balls and your penis are pointed like this, which means your penis is pointed at the edge of the okay, toilet. Okay, so if you know that, <laughs> why don't you just take care of it? Sticky. No, why don't you just so push it happens. So if it happens, it's okay. Look, if We're I push here, it, just clean it up. If I push it down, what am I gonna do to watch TikTok or <laughs> look at Facebook or read the fucking news? I'm just saying, girls' bathrooms are really, really gross. So I'm not, I'm not making which a I don't understand how the fuck your bathrooms are gross because, because you sit because on a fucking toilet. Women make giant poops and just leave it in the public restroom. They so do. Working in a restaurant, I had to and clean both bathrooms. Women's was always, always worse, dirtier, always disgusting. But they don't pee hover. down the outside of it. Is <laughs> inside the bowls are the worst for the no, women. No, they don't pee down the side of it. They just piss all over the rest of the damn no, bathroom. No, they don't piss on the bathroom. No, also, it's usually like toilet paper tampons. I've seen airplanes. And wads and wads of toilet paper filling clog the, the clog the toilet. Yeah, that's the biggest air, air, toilet paper. Airplane hand. bathrooms. I'm sorry, guys. Because I, I that's don't know. dudes. I don't know what to tell you. That's it was like, so funny when we were when we were flying back from Hawaii. Roan had to use the restroom before we took off, and she's like, "Can you use the bathroom now?" And we're like, "Yeah, you can use the bathroom now." She comes back. She's all. It's so clean in there. We're like, yeah, because they just cleaned it from the last flight. Nobody's used to it. You're probably the first That's when one. you got to go. <laughs> Not at the end of the flight when you've been holding it and you can't hold it anymore and you go in there and you're like, this okay. This interview has really derailed. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Look, she was telling us about bathrooms at work. We just, you know, went into a little <laughs> sidebar there. Um, yeah. So wipe your piss off. Yep. Moral of the story. It's not hard. It takes two seconds. Can so, you like put a little square of TP on there just so that it doesn't like spray through or something? Can't, can't, isn't there something? There's got to be something. 
Uh, so, <laughs> what's the favorite thing that you've ever blown? <laughs> a dick. Wow, Julia. Why I was waiting be... for you to we're, say that we're this trying, entire we're time be... so I could make that joke. But what? that's this not a joke. It's, crass, it's just, it, yeah, it's, it's I mean, not subtle. And also, also, maybe she's actually blown a glass dick. Maybe she's made a glass yeah. dick. I Those are know. a thing. Um, ladies, don't use them. Glass is a very porous substance. That's yeah, where bacteria and shit is going to go. Just, Just use what's, what's made to be used there. Silicone. Yeah. And, uh, and other or, things. You know. Plastic. Skin. Cucumbers. <laughs> be a normal person. Cucumbers. <laughs> Those are kind of It's spiny. probably a better option. Yeah, it's at least a it's natural organic. thing. It's organic. <laughs> make just sure, just, yeah, just make sure you wash that. Just because it's organic doesn't mean it's good. You don't want, even if it's organic, you don't want pesticides inside your cooter. Very, very true. Organic only. <gasps> don't no, be no, making no. salads with it after. Let me tell you, organic doesn't mean pesticide-free, people. You still have you to can, wash your shit. You can use pesticides in organic farming, but you should always wash it. Uh, both both your vagina and your <laughs> cucumber. Actually, you shouldn't <laughs> wash your vagina. Also, only so, with water. Yes. What about a carrot? Baby, ah. I don't know why we're getting into this. Yeah, don't what is use. What's favorite thing you've blown out of glass? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that gummy bear was pretty badass. That's, that I bet it was. The, where's <laughs> a picture of it? Do you have a picture of it? No. Do you have the gummy bear with you? No, because I stole the material. Um, <laughs> Baby. Your boss did not hear that. But honestly, my favorite thing is probably working on like the quartz jewelry stuff. Yeah. And making like necklaces, and she has to do a lot of the welding. To get the little nubbin that the chain goes through. The metal stuff, yeah. She has to like connect that to the necklace itself. And then I just etch it and do all the easy stuff and she'll wash it and everything. But doing those, it's kind of like how I learned to do the laser. And just like fucking around until I got it right. Because again, not smart. Can't do math very well. But learning to get like those dimensions and everything and just have like an idea. Because I was so used to inches for two years working there. And also, I have to fucking deal with millimeters. Yeah, <laughs> I'm used to inches. Now. I was so Go mad. To metric. <laughs> yeah, but that's way more useful. I feel like. So, um, how can people? Uh, how can people like buy shit from you? I'm, I'm assuming like your business is not really like a consumer driven. Like one yeah. person wants to come order something, but and we you don't guys, have like a marketing thing. But you do anything. some like custom jewelry with your friend and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. how do how do people you know get a hold of them? Uh, for Quartz Jewelry, she has like Instagram, Facebook, and her own website. It's just Quartz Jewelry by Sam. And it is a small business. It's underscore Quartz dot Jewelry. Does she yes. give you a kickback for you doing the laser engraving? Yeah, because okay. we, it's not part of like Pyrometrics, and so we have to clock out when we're yeah. using it. Uh, and so she's nice enough to compensate me a tiny bit for whatever we're doing. That's good. That's good. You gotta make sure you're making a buck. I on clicked shit the website doing. and it said I've made the five billionth search, so I should enter Oh my, my god, Sammy, security. did you hear that? We've been having a problem with the website. <laughs> uh, my my guess is uh, you guys have been hacked. Yeah. You need a website, but I want a yeah. free iPad. <laughs> yeah. I've won like my five name and TVs. my gender and my hair color. And just stuff. hey, just give them your sister's info. <laughs> <laughs> she has two sisters. Which one? Does it matter? I'm on like eight. The most TVs. annoying one. <laughs> Again, which one is that? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one last question for you, and then we'll let you go, Emma. Uh, what's the most interesting or ne- unique thing that you've discovered about Utah in your life here? Oh, geez. That there is a very dominant group that lives here, a type <laughs> of person, you could say, 
But if not even if you seek it out, but just if you're open to it and you go different places, you will find every single kind of person here. We're very diverse. I agree with that. That's a, yeah. that's a very good. It's a very good point. We're a very very diverse culture here, and you can't let that group of people look mormons you can say mormons. The, the mormons the mormons are losing their grip they're now only about 60 percent of the state yeah but they just gerrymandered the hell out of the what, that's just republicans it's not just mormons yeah. but look they're 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 60 percent of the population which is fucking obscene for any place in Except the entire country City. in the entire country there are some other places in the world where the population of a particular religion is is quite extreme, but in the United States, sixty percent is absurd. Like, even in the most crazy religious parts of that country, there is no state that probably even tops ten percent or fifteen percent. Now, I think down south we saw like twenty percent evangelical yeah. or something in a couple of states, but twenty percent in like Just, Alabama, yeah, compared to sixty percent here. So yeah, there is a very dominant religion. But I think you're right that. Utah is, is really, really diverse. That other 40%. And it's getting better. Is, yeah. And Not better like it was a problem, but it's gotten like more open and accepting of a lot of things. And I think especially as like people get older and like the new generation kind of like starts like doing things, everything's gotten like a little bit more open. Like when I was trying to find a job and I had purple hair, nothing. No one. I had to dye my hair dark again, even to work at a restaurant at fucking brick oven pizza. <laughs> just come to work for us. I just feel like, why does it matter what your hair color is? It's off putting to the Mormons about, that eat at spaghetti it's Utah. factory. Yeah, they don't like it. But I don't. I don't get it. She's not working at a vegan restaurant downtown. I still don't get it. <laughs> I also don't because get why the Mormon matters. church says having distracting hair colors is not allowed. It's the same as being a modest. What if you have like super fiery red natural hair? That's really distracting. Then that's natural. It's natural. It's fine. But yeah, you but can't it's... have loud distracting haircuts. But this... Can't have tattoos. Just, yeah, I just know look, all that. Just roll Nothing in that will make time. people look at you. Nothing Pur- that makes you look cool. Purple hair and one of your boobs out. You can be topless now in Utah. Really? Yeah. They well, enacted that a while ago. It, 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 you, yeah. can, you can be if you I've been to the to American be. Bush. You can be fully fucking nude. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> e- yes, but try it. <laughs> yeah, but try it. Amen. I'm just going to say. Just try to fucking feed your kid in public. legal doesn't yeah. mean people are going to be okay with it. Is yeah, that a people, cat? Oh, my God. People don't even let you breastfeed in public, so I don't really think you'd be able to walk around topless, although there are some men. Legally, that have, you can. Though. Yes. But there but are that some men that. give you crap. That, uh, I walk around the house nude. Yeah, but there are some men that have bigger <laughs> boobs than some women, so. Right? That's me. That's me. I got the boobies and the wieners out. Big booby Chris. Every morning. If you want to see my wiener, you come look through my windows. Can we start calling him booby instead of cookie? No. That'd be funny. So cookie uh, Chris sounds too cool. Thanks for joining us, Emma. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. It was really, really fun. All right. That's going to do it for the night, for the episode. I don't know. It's night when we record these. I can't help but say it. Get over it, people. It's all good. Emma, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. This is like new to me. This is really cool. I feel really important. I'm not, but I do. Yeah, well, thanks for coming. It's fun. You're that, the first glass blower we've had. That went way off the rails, yep. but it was fun. <laughs> yeah, but it was fun though. It was, it was a good conversation. It was fun. I spe- and you're, you're probably going to be the only industrial glass blower we ever have on the show. So That'd be my guess. Because I would say we might get out one of those artsy guys that blows through the pipe and has a glory hole. 
But uh, <laughs> you don't you don't have a glory hole. Where you glory work, hole so, man. Um, I'm sure a lot of people are disappointed in not having a glory hole where they work. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so uh, anyway, if you like the show, follow us. Uh, <laughs> Share the show and follow us on all the social medias at TNU Podcast. Um, people other than me post there. Um, I post on Facebook. No one fucking pays attention to Facebook, though, truthfully. Um, you get like one like. Yeah. I mean, it's from engagement. like Holly. Well, and I, 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 uh, I haven't paid for like advertising engagement some long time back. Just a couple years ago. Yeah. And I did it for a fair amount of time and the engagement went up, but our listenership didn't really go up from it. Uh, it wasn't. It just wasn't great. I just don't think anyone fucking pays attention to that shit. I think we get a lot more engagement on Twitter and Instagram. And I know Instagram's owned by Facebook, at least for now, until the government finally breaks them up. But, um, you know, maybe when they change their name to Meta, people will pay attention. <laughs> that was a funny joke. <laughs> uh, you can go out to our website as well, thenewutah.com. I have another blog to write, which means the other two blogs that are sitting <laughs> in my inbox will probably go up at some point in this next week. But before I put this one up. Um, but, you know, our blogs are pretty good sometimes unless I write them. Or me. Nah, yours are fine. Um, I usually, so mine are okay then. Oh, they're way better than mine. <laughs> I did they're one and it mine. was impeccable. <laughs> they're better than mine. Julia did one and she's like, I can't fucking handle the stress. I do them and I'm like, I'm not good I'll with get, deadlines. I'll get to them when I get to them. <laughs> so. Hey. Uh, I just do mine right after the show because if I don't, I forget. Uh, thanks to Folk Hogan, uh, who do our intro and outro music. Um, you know, uh, check them out. They do have some shows coming out. Yeah, go just go out to their go to their Facebook page. They list a bunch of shit there. Wow! Um, and uh, buy their merch. Buy buy shit from Nick. He makes stuff. Still. Nick and the Perpetual Sadness. Yeah, poor Katie. Um, <laughs> we need to have the Perpetual Sadness on the show. Maybe she won't be perpetually sad anymore. And, uh, you know, as you're going to, uh, you work or bed or whatever you're doing, if you're exercising, I just want you to think as you're listening to this show and kind of wrapping it up and going to a different show, you know, how would it be to work in a place that has a glory hole? <laughs>